Hello and welcome to Gloss Over, a podcast for creators, artists, entrepreneurs, spirit seekers, beauty lovers, and bosses. We're taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Gloss Over Podcast. I'm your homegirl, Megan Whalen, makeup artist, entrepreneur, and beauty professional. Hey, everybody. It's Caroline, digital consultant, entrepreneur, and the creator of thevoicescollection.com. What's happening? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. And we are like really quickly closing in on Christmas. Freaking out, man. Freaking out. Freaking out. It's Freaking happening. out. It's here. It's next week. Uh, the things are real. So my question for you today is, are you ready? No. What does it mean to be ready for Christmas? I don't know. Like this question that comes up, like, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean to you to get ready for Christmas? To me, it means the packages are at least ordered and on the way because I don't retail shop because I don't have time, which is unfortunate. Um, and just have the house semi-decorated and have a little bit of a plan. I just like create a little bit of ambiance around Christmas. For many years, I've always been like, I don't feel like it's really Christmas. And I feel like because you have to create that spirit you can't just let it yeah you can't it just can't catch you you have to create it you have to make it fake it till you make it yeah so it's a fake it till you make it thing because it's sort of everywhere everywhere we go it's all about christmas it starts like on halloween yeah just right after halloween and then it sort of creeps up on you and you see the ugly christmas sweater and you're like oh crapola this is coming up and you have to get ready and are you ready and am i ready and i'm not ready i'm never ready what do it you just mean? it definitely creates this like level of anxiety that i really hate <laughs> like I just hate, I hate the anxiety around it because... What is the anxiety though? What is the anxiety? It's people asking me if I'm fucking ready. Like, (laughs) it's like, it's like, it's like asking a pregnant woman, are you ready? Like, well, here's the thing. It's going to come whether I'm ready or not. So... So why? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, well, doll, this was a great episode. Thank you so much for sharing. (laughs) So the answer to your question is, no, I'm not fucking ready. Ow. Uh, yeah, I don't know what exactly it means for me. Uh, Christmas, since we immigrated to the U.S. in the early 90s, um, you know, the, the definition of Christmas sort of changed. Um, it was really? no longer. Well, not the definition, but the execution of Christmas traditions changed. You know, Oh, really? See, With the, wall, the, the super Walmarts and the free market capitalism that is America? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's that. And then, you know, as you, as you grow up and you become, you, you know, you're alone and then you move and then the family is all over the place in my case. You know, Christmas sort of has a different definition every year of how will we, um, how will we celebrate. Um, so, yeah, I don't even know what I'm doing this year exactly yet. Um, where I'll be and what I'm going to do, but, uh, I'm ready. I'm always ready. I was born ready. (laughs) That's just her. That's just her because I'm the one that's like agonizing over the details and I'm like very myopic and like focused and she's very like, Oh my God. 
yeah, just pop some champagne. It's going to be great. Put on your <laughs> exactly. best lipstick and <laughs> we'll have a cocktail, girl. And I'll be in this spirit. And I'm like, I haven't chopped. <laughs> I haven't decorated. I haven't done a deep clean. I haven't wiped the baseboards. I haven't. It's, yeah, very different. Very yeah, different. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to pop the tree out of the box and, you know, plug it in. and Champagne. G- Get my nutcrackers out and uh, just do some champagne and give everybody the gift of my presence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Spoken like a true Leo, baby. Spoken like a true Leo. I mean, seriously, the the whole Christmas giving, like, how many gifts are you buying? How many boxes are you expecting? What's going on there? So I have a pretty small family, and there are some children in the family my my uh I married into uh nephews and a niece and um because they're kids they kind of like to do Christmas at home they don't you know yeah. and I get it I wouldn't uh, coming from okay this is like deep shit of the universe I came from a um split household so my parents divorced when I was five so my Christmases since time immemorial have been spent on the road driving from place to place to place. Um, And then as an adult, of course, I would have boyfriends and I would be dating and that that tradition of driving all over hell and hell's half acre continued because I would see my family and then my significant other's family. And then when I got married, that kind of didn't change. And we've sort of now finally in my thirties settled into a tradition that I can get behind. So, and our, my circle familial circle is very small. So, um, we'll do uh, Christmas Eve at my mom's. She makes a nice dinner Christmas day. Uh, the morning is spent just being at home, not driving all over the place. And then the past yeah. couple of years I've been hosting Christmas day, which is a bit of an open house. Uh, oh, you're food, like, yeah. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. anything crazy. It's a obviously charcuterie, Good champagne, good wine, um, Christmas oh. movies, food all day, very low key, nothing crazy. Whoever's around can come through. That if there's nice. friends or family that are traveling, who are away from home, I have uh, every year, it's like a different crowd of people. Um, really, whoever just wants to celebrate away from their either nutso family or whoever is, like I last year I had a, a German friend with me because she was away from Germany for Christmas and she and her husband were here with us and that was awesome. Um, it's like an open house. Yeah, totally. And then I do the same thing New Year's Day. Oh, good to know. Good to know. So there's always like a soiree of sorts happening at my house and the gifts are small. We do one, one nice big thing for everyone. I don't really feel frankly, the pressure of buying a ton of stuff for everybody. Um, the last few years, my husband and I don't really buy each other gifts. What we do is we black Friday shop together. (laughs) We're like, Oh my God, girl, I need a ninja. And I got this great deal. Let's buy it. Okay, great. All right. We might need a new TV for the living room. Got it on black Friday. So we shop for our, ourselves in our house and we do a little bit of nest refreshing at Christmas time and we don't I mean it is lovely to open a package at Christmas yeah but from the very again me being like uber practical I'm like don't worry about it let's just purchase things we need spend the spend the money that way sounds like you are ready I mean, whatever. <laughs> I've whatever. got a che- I got a cheese board ready to rock and roll. That's really all I care cheese about, board. frankly. Pull it yeah. out. As we know, that's my jam. Yeah. Gift giving. How much are you um, influenced by advertising when mm. you are considering, you know, the gifts that you're going to be giving? I am so once again, my 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 the nectar of my being is intensely practical. And 
I am not easily influenced by advertising, to be honest, because I am also very skeptical about a lot of things. And so Mm -hmm. my shopping is pretty myopic. I have an idea of exactly what I want to purchase for someone. Typically, it's a practical item. And from that perspective, I just educate myself and comparison shop and find the best deal and compare different products and purchase that one thing. So I'm not that open to the advertising because uh, I'm just, there are a couple tear jerky advertisements that get me and then the rest I'm like, I don't want to listen to this. So I am not easily influenced. Yeah. I almost got influenced just recently. Tell me. Actually, you, you, uh, Talk me off the ledge a little bit. I, and I wasn't on the ledge. I did? Just, you did. I kept That's getting this ad on Instagram. Sounds so responsible and practical. <laughs> just Very like mu- Just like me. Per- perfect. Yes. This is little why we're angel. a fabulous balance. You make me have a little fun, and I talk you off the crazy-ass ledges that you find yourself perfect. perched upon. I'm perched upon <laughs> the Shop Now button Don't on the Instagram story. <laughs> If it's under if it's under forty dollars, I say go for it. It wasn't. It was definitely not. Yeah. See, I didn't even look at the price. I just clicked. Yeah. Well, because I kept getting this ad, right? And it was this wonderful, beautiful leather travel bag <gasps> that was like, remember yes. this one? That was like, you could you could lay it flat and put a dress in the bottom. Oh, and then Christ. you could zip up all the around. <laughs> get a life. And then you could snap <laughs> it together and it had a place for shoes. And then it had like a zipper on the top and beautiful handles and the travel, all the things. I mean, if we were on TV, this would be even more funny. And if you pulled and if, just by chance, you were able to flip through the millions of text messages that we exchange. (laughs) I believe my word. Do you remember? Do you recall what my words to you were about this purchase? Uh, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I think you're going to remember it and tell me. Uh, Yeah. It was like, that's so not fucking practical, period. Exactly. You're like, yeah, this is beautiful, but it's so not practical. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't ever pack this way. I don't ever take no. one, you know, medium-sized bag no. anywhere. No. And if I did, I would take the bag that I already have. Yes. <laughs> and Why do I need this bag? Yeah. No. And I. But here's the thing. I hate that practical is now my middle name, by the way. Like, that's slightly disturbing to me because I do want to be, because I do, uh, uh, some small part of me cares about aesthetic and that and such like. Um, But this was just intensely fucking stupid. I'm like, this is gorgeous, but it's dumb as hell. Like, if you spend any amount of money on this bag, like, what the fuck's happening? Like, I was not about that life. I looked at the price. It was like 500 euros. Oh, for the love of God. I'm like, yeah, I definitely don't need this. But I was like no. really into this bag because they, you know, all, all the things about it. It's so much <sighs> so that I sent it to you. I was like, look at this bag. Yes. I yeah. think we had just done the episode on uh, productivity on the road, too. I was just like yes. this vision of myself being super productive that. with this bag. <laughs> no, oh my no, God. that does not make it. Now, I will say that my travel bag collection is slightly horrifying. So if you see me traveling, schlepping through an airport anywhere on the planet Earth, I have a Burton snowboard backpack. That is 1989. (laughs) uh, No, it's from the early 2000s. Uh, However, however, (laughs) it is really durable. 
It's got pockets and compartments, a place for an extra pair of shoes. It's got um, like back when headphones, like when the actual not AirPod headphone was a thing, there's like a, there's like a hole through the bag. So you can plug in from your bed, like super practical. It's like a, like a a gray plaid. It's fucking horrifying to look at. Okay. But this backpack, it's got a laptop slot. It's, I could actually strap a snowboard to the back of it if I so chose. So it's not, it's. Who it's, doesn't want to do that? Right, just in case. <laughs> do you um, have a snowboard? Not anymore. <laughs> but I kept the fucking backpack. Um, I got the backpack. My laptop case, like the zipper pouch, my laptop case is uh, too big and not for my laptop, but it was like $9 and it's super padded and it's like this ugly print on the outside, but oh it works. God, um, I'm going to get you a bag for Christmas. My duffel, <laughs> like my, my travel, cause I, I hate to check bags as we know we've discussed this. As we know, yeah. So. so I have a collapsible, it's like a duffel bag. It's horrifying. I got it off Poshmark for $20. It's, it was at one point like $150 Stella and Dot, very expensive, durable nylon tote bag that can either unzip to become very deep or zip down to be very small and compartmentalized. I paid $20 for it. Um, it's horrifying. It looks like an old, uh, like poncho, like a Mexican poncho with like the bold stripes, like the bold stripes. But they will never get confused with anyone else's. You don't even check it. So it's like, this is my bag. Okay. Please don't touch my bag. It's disgusting. It's got like bright stripes on it. I mean, it's, it's horrifying. Okay. Uh, so those are my like accoutrements. And then I have like an old used eyeglass case, which houses all of my charges and cape like it's just right. horrible it's horrible so, horrible so i guess the message in all of this is that <laughs> advertising definitely does not work on you oh. dear advertisers um we do are better sponsors um so please don't use this against us but it doesn't work on people like megan i will say though <laughs> if somebody came out with like an item say for instance okay here's a good example last christmas i bought myself a peloton bike and the advertising got me because, and and because, because it was practical. I love spinning, love spin class, love all the things. Um, I belong to an expensive, uh, spin studio here in Baltimore. It was an, it was an unlimited membership or whatever. They sold one membership and it was like $130 a month or something. It was pretty expensive. I mean, it's a cycle class cycle studios are not cheap. It's not cheap. And so for me, the practicality of having a spin studio in my home, accessible to me 24 seven with live streaming classes, with hundreds of different things to choose from, with different instructors, with playlists, with uh, the ability to do my, uh, like, like, oh my God, so motherfucking practical. And the bike is slick and it's nice and it's really incredible quality. I I mean, we have had some jam sesh while you're on the Peloton. We have. Yes. Drinking beer and eating pretzels. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I am going for a 27 mile endurance ride. Um, Yes. But that's really practical. And I, so two things get me practical and quality. So if, if advertisers got their head around the quality of something, the longevity of having said quality item and practicality of use, then that's your jam. Then I'm sold. You Peloton, Peloton obviously needs to be our sponsor. Clearly, shout out to my girl. Shout out, shout out to my girl Robin. Shout out to my boy Cody. Shout out to my boy Alex. 
Alex Toussaint. Alex Toussaint with them jams, yo. Oh my God, my Peloton fam, fam, fam. Amazing. So that was in the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'll link all their. I'll link all their Instagrams because my instructors are freaking bomb. Bomb. I think I've heard of. What's the first one you said? Robin. Robin. Yeah. yeah, I heard. I've heard of her, and I'm not even in the Peloton She's community. She's amazing. She's a runner. She wrote a book. She was a former lawyer. These yeah. people are fascinating, like super talented people. So the yeah. community is awesome. Like I can't say enough good things. But at the end of the day, the freaking TV ad sold me on it. Yeah. Sometimes you get Done. sold, and sometimes you don't. Yeah, for me, because I'm a, I'm sort of a, a gatherer of information. You know, I sort of have this desire to know a little bit about a lot of things shiny object syndrome is extremely heightened for me. Like I want to look at a lot of things. So even if like a really low quality, um, you know, Chinese chop shop, like jacket maker on Instagram or on some sort of ad on online, <laughs> like has any sort of bling on it. I'm like, Oh, that looks cool. And then I like, have to go wait this is probably some cheap shit from china like just move on how (laughs) money how so here's a good question because practically zero i think part of this is me being a creative very few choices purchasing choices i make have to do with advertising very few because i create the vision in my brain for instance clothing shopping like i know exactly what i want to buy and i go search it out and i buy it and i purchase that item i find the best deal etc but for you with the shiny object syndrome, how much of advertising plays into your actual buying dollars? Like how much are you spending because of advertising? Like I would say the biggest, pr- I mean, fucking Peloton bike was expensive as shit. So I bought yeah. like this huge yeah. ass thing yeah, because yeah. I was advertised to. So maybe dollars to dollar, like if you're buying a $50 item every so often because of advertising, I probably have you beat because I bought like the most expensive thing you can buy off a of TV. Um, yeah. But how much yeah. of advertising plays into your buying? I don't think so anymore that much. I mean, I've had a year where I've been extremely frugal because I haven't been generating as much income as in the, in in the past. Um, so this year has been sort of a reset for me because of that. Um, and I actually like this lifestyle. I really like, um, this minimalistic approach, uh, this less is more, this, intentional consuming that you just described. Like, you know, if you're going to buy something, you know exactly what it's going to be. For me, I was more of a hunter gatherer, like, Oh, maybe I'll, maybe I need this bag. Maybe I need, I mean, the tendencies are still there. Obviously like I have window shopped in Munich for hours and I never step into the stores because I don't have any money. And so what's the point? Yeah, from one broke girl to another, I feel you on that. On a spiritual level, I feel that. So it it has changed my my outlook, and I'm quite happy about that. Uh, But also in my work, you know, I I come from digital agencies and, you know, the advertising world and the media world. So part of that creativity that gets manifested in some of these, um, these ads is really attractive to me. So I do consume advertising, but maybe for a different intent than you know, what it's actually supposed to do, which is get me to buy more. Yeah. It's market research Um, for sure. For you, I feel um, like it's more (laughs) a research thing than it is like an actual shopping thing. I do think that, um, there have been some advertisements that have, um, we've talked about it before. There have been some ads that have really dug at my heartstrings. Like there's an Ulta ad. I will link the YouTube video below, um, or in the show notes that, 
it's just about like you were you were you're you're here because you're already beautiful and yeah. you're just here to shop because you were beautiful before and it's a very diverse advertisement with different women and men of different sizes and shapes and colors all wearing makeup and enjoying their shop at Alta and I was like you know what you go Alta because yeah, people I are beautiful that. before they step in the door and like that got me and that makes me want to support Alta more than I probably would have in the past. Right. You know? So Yeah, I like that. I would I would probably go to Alta. Um, I actually recently really enjoyed reading about this Payless stunt um, that oh. they did, I think at the end of November. Yeah. Where they essentially um, took Payless shoes and marked them up like 400%, you know, like a $640 pair of shoes <laughs> and marketed them under this Bruno Palessi brand and people actually went to this, it was a brick and mortar store and actually paid, you know, this exorbitant amount, um, for these just regular Payless shoes. That's insane. That are $29. Yeah. You mentioned it to me, and I was like, not surprised, but kind of saddened that you know. And, but here's the thing: if you have the income to do it, then do whatever the hell you want. I, again, being a practical gal, would rather have you know a couple grand in my bank account than another four pairs of shoes. I mean, I can only you know. I, and I, I think too, the minimalistic lifestyle you mentioned is important because um, we get decision fatigue very quickly. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we're advertised to all the time, all the time. And even just the having of all of these extra things, having all of this material items creates decision fatigue. We, as women particularly have to wake up in the morning and figure out an outfit mm-hmm. and figure out shoes and figure out what hat mm-hmm. to wear and figure out what bag to carry and figure by the end of the, I mean, you've made so many decisions like for the real boss babes who have run a business, like you need to save those, that crucial mind power for real decisions. Um, Bill Gates does this is why he wears a polo and, and khaki pants because he has too many important decisions to make in a day. So he basically has a uniform. He doesn't want to bother. He's too cerebral and doesn't want to bother with this. Like, what am I going to wear today? And he's talked about, I mean, he's lectured about that. And a I lot of like this uniform idea, like it's, it, it's for yeah. men in the business sense. It's like really easy, right? White or blue shirt, black, gray, or blue pant or jeans, uh, jacket, you know, every day, same underwear, socks, the end, you know, for us, it's like, uh, what am I going to wear? And what should I wear under this? I simplify, I simplify that and created a uniform for myself. I just, this uniform, I buy lots of black. Yeah. Black and, and, uh, oversized, you know, menswear inspired shirt and knee high boots and, you know, a knit the end. Yeah. Yeah. You really can call it. You really can make it super simple. Hashtag 2019 goals, lady uniform. I'm all about that. Oh, yes. I've been yeah. living that life. Oh, and also, I mean, I, I will say I do I do spice up the outfit with a scarf and with a shoe. But other than that, the base is the same. The base, the base is the same. The same. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. cool. So back to Christmas shopping. Um, I am not inspired at all this year. Well, I don't have any money. Let's just be real. Uh, and then my family and I, a long time ago, we did like this, the, 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 like four years ago, I think it was Lucas's first Christmas. We went nuts. 
we bought all kinds of stuff. And then we sat in my sister-in-law and my brother's uh, living room that year and looked at each other with all of our crap and we're like, we're never doing this again. Right? Whoa, Good for you over. guys. But, yeah, Good yeah. So for you guys. we made a team decision. That's great. To the following year do, we just buy each other a t-shirt. And then the year after that, it was kind of like, we don't really need to buy each other anything. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard enough to get together. Um, so yeah, it's, it, we've really, really simplified, uh, simplified that. So bringing it full circle, you said the gift of your presence and I laughed at that, but the reality is that's truly a gift. To just spend yeah, time together. We have to travel. Like, yes. It's expensive to go to California at Christmas time or to go to Arizona or to yes. go anywhere. Yes. Just get together, so, have a lovely meal, you know, get an expensive bottle of wine, enjoy it, tell exactly. stories, take pictures. Uh, that yep. is really that is really a gift. And I feel like the older I get, the less material stuff I want and the more I just want quality time with people because we're so busy yeah. and you have family all over. And so I, I really the gift of your presence, girl, you're on to something, boo. Well, thanks, honey. We should wrap it up on that because we should end on a high note. Okay. Well, I am <laughs> thrilled for the gift of your presence coming shortly as you fly back to the United States. Amen to Jesus on that one. Looking forward to quality time and tell them where they can find us. Um, please check us out on Twitter at the Gloss Over Pod. Caroline can be found on Instagram at this is Caro. I am on Instagram at Flirt Megan, F-L-E-U-R-T-M-E-A-G-H-A-N. And we'll catch you next time. Okay. Love you. Bye. The end. Thank you for listening. Have a topic you'd like us to gloss over? Hit us up on Twitter at GlossOverPod and find us on the web at thevoicescollection.com slash GlossOverPod.